Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Healthy baby, healthy mother, and healthy families, that's what the Bradley Method is all about. By using this simple and effective technique, couples are taught how to work with their bodies to have successful natural childbirths. I'm Kimberly Bianco, a doula and childbirth educator who teaches the Bradley Method, and this is Preggy Pals, episode 26. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant. And I have to exercise? What, Pregnancy Glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit! I've got kinkles! What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms, and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Sunny Galt. Have you joined our Preggy Pals Club? We recently launched it. This is an exclusive membership that gives you access to all of our archived episodes, written transcripts of the shows, plus some bonus interviews. Have you ever wondered what happens after our formal interviews are over? Well, we are keeping the mics open for another five minutes after the show so you can hear what happens. There might be some juicy stuff. You never know. Again, all this is for our members only and you can access it on the web or through our preggy pals app that's a free app through amazon and android marketplace so you can visit our website preggypals.com for more information all right our panelists are joining us here in the studio we have a packed house today i love it i love it when we have a bunch of people in here let's start with stephanie hi i'm stephanie Sawfeld. i am 29 i am due january 9th with my first baby a girl and we're having hospital birth <laughs> and hi, I'm Christine Stewart Fitzgerald. Um, I am, let's see, well, the mom to twin girls are now three. And so I'm having number three right now, technically due in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it crazy? It flies so by, doesn't it, It does. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's see. So I'm planning on having a VBAC in a hospital setting and... Um, excited about it. Fingers crossed. Yes. All right. And we just did an episode last week about VBAC. So if you guys haven't listened to that, check that out. Okay, Veronica. Hi, my name is Veronica Miranda. I'm a graduate student in anthropology at the University of Kentucky. Um, This is my first baby. My due date is April 18th. And I don't know the gender. It's just barely three months yesterday. And um, type of birth, it probably will be a hospital birth, but it will be a birth abroad. I'm Rachel Gonzalez. I'm 29. I am a product rep for doTERRA Essential Oils. I am due April 10th, and we will be finding out, hopefully, the sex of um, baby number two on Friday, uh, next Friday. So um, I have a two and a half year old, and he keeps me very busy. (laughs) Uh, We're planning a home birth this time around. We had a birth center water birth with my first. That's exciting. Mm. Okay, thanks for joining us, ladies. <coughs> Sound familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. 
When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Okay, before we get started with today's show, Amy Saloner is joining us here in the studio. Amy is the owner and founder of Natural Baby Pros, and Natural Baby Pros is putting on an event called Empowered Birth Stories, and it's coming up on November 11th. So Amy is here to tell us a little bit about it. Hi, Amy. Hi, Sunny. Hi. So tell us, what happens at this event? Well, this event is uh, an afternoon of inspiration, we like to call it. And we have uh, typically three women who tell their birth stories, Uh, one hospital birth, one home birth, and one birth center birth. And these are all women who along the way have felt really um, empowered by their experience, whether through natural childbirth Mm -hmm. or through um, receiving support from different more natural and holistic practitioners that help them along the way. And so these three women tell their stories. This time around, it's going to be the three women who started Natural Baby Pros. who are Including gonna t- you. Including me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard your birth story. No, actually. Well, you've had a couple of birth stories, right? I, I have had two birth <laughs> two. stories. And uh, I have not actually told my birth story. So this will be really? the first time. Yeah. Then we have uh, a panel of experts. And this time around, we're introducing uh, our newest members to Natural Baby Pros, our regional family members. And these are uh, specific professionals, whether it's acupuncturists or chiropractors or midwives or doulas, um, people, anybody who supports birth um, primarily in a holistic way. And they're there to answer questions of the audience about how exactly they can have the birth that they want and uh, to do it in Um, the healthiest way possible. So that's really the goal. It's to educate and then empower women to have the births that they want to have, regardless of whatever that is. Exactly. And there, you know, there are things like empowering epidurals and, you know, just it's about knowing what your choices are and what your options are and to know that whatever it is that you have in your vision, that you have the tools and the resources and the support in the community to make it happen. And even if you don't know what you want, it's definitely the place to really understand the full scope of what is possible. Right. Okay, so how can our listeners get involved? Well, if you're local to San Diego, you would go to empoweredbirthsd.eventbrite.com and get your tickets. Uh, Sunny actually has a promo code for... <laughs> so if you're listening to this, you get a discount. You do. <laughs> so you would use new mom to uh, get your tickets and get $2 off your tickets. Awesome. Um, and if you buy a premium package instead, if you use New Mom Pro, you get $5 off the premium package. What's the premium is, package? The premium package is actually quite a steal. <laughs> you get two tickets to the event. Okay. You get 
two free tickets to another Natural Baby Pros event. We have okay. a couple throughout the year. And you get this adorable fleece beanie with our little logo on top. Oh, and nice. all of that, which is actually like a $60 value, um, okay. you get for $20. There's no discounts at the door, but okay. um, you can show up at any time. For so sure. some of our listeners aren't local, though. Yes. What, what are some of the ways they can get involved? Well, the best way for folks who aren't local to get involved is to register um, to be a member of Natural Baby Pros, which is free okay. um, at naturalbabypros.com. And once you do that, you register to get our newsletters and things like that. And um, very shortly after the event, we'll be posting these uh, birth stories online. And you can watch them for yourself. Yay. Yeah. But if you're in town, you have to come because I'm going to be there. That's right. <laughs> Helping to lead everything. She is. Uh, we're so excited for Sunny to be. Be part of it. Be part of it yeah. and help us to moderate the panel. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed going last year and hearing the stories. It's real. It really is empowering. And I think a lot of women could benefit from it. So, Amy, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I'm at the nail salon. I'm at the grocery store. I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Today, we're continuing our series focused on childbirth preparation methods. These episodes are designed to give you a crash course on whether or not you would want to take a childbirth class, but it's not intended to replace a class. Kimberly Bianco is joining us here in the studio. She's a doula and childbirth educator who teaches the Bradley Method. Welcome, Kimberly. Thank you very much. Okay, so I went to the Bradley website, which we'll put the link to that on our our website as well. And the website calls the Bradley Method the most successful form of childbirth education in the world. Which seems wow. kind of loaded, doesn't that it? That's does a seem huge loaded. statement. I did not write that. I'm just <laughs> going to put that out there. But you're obviously an advocate of the Bradley oh, method. Huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why, why absolutely. is it a good choice? Well, it was a choice that I that I uh, took with my son. It was a childbirth method. What I the way that I went into this and the way that I've gone into any kind of procedure is I want to have all the information I possibly can. If someone's going to do anything to my body. I want to know what it is. I want to know what my options are. And the Bradley Method was the most comprehensive uh, class that was out there. And I believe to this day that it still is the most comprehensive. I mean, we we really teach about anatomy. We really, we teach relaxation. But our couples understand what is happening to their body throughout the entire process. And so what I like to teach to my students is uh, education you know, teaching through the fear. So if you understand what's happening with your body, then you're not afraid. It's like turning on a light in a darkened room. Yeah. We should say two of our panelists here actually had or experienced the Bradley Method with their first baby. So Christine and uh, Rachel, I'd love to have your take on this. Yes, absolutely. No, I have to agree. I think it is the most comprehensive. When I was first starting out and looking, well, I know I need to take some kind of class. And I think the options were, well, there's maybe a two-week class or a few days and I thought, well, okay, what, you know, what can you learn? And then when I learned that the Bradley method is, you know, 10 to 12 weeks, mm-hmm. I thought, oh my gosh, that's really comprehensive. And then when I got into that, I thought, wow, it really does cover yeah. such a wide range of, of topics. And the more I took it, I thought, this is really good information. And it gave me that confidence to do a natural unmedicated, um, you know, childbirth. Yeah. 
Yeah, I definitely thought it was very empowering and I thought it was very beneficial for my husband as well to give him some things to think about and be prepared for. But, you know, I did kind of a combination of different methods Mm -hmm. and um, we did birthing from within as well. But I think for me personally, I gained the most from the information. I, I didn't take a Bradley class, but I had the book. I, you know, read the whole book. I've done plenty of research. And the thing that probably got me through the things that got me through labor I think were the things that I learned from Bradley method and so you know I think it's very valuable information and I've recommended it to all of my friends to you know at least read if they're not going to do a class right right Uh, there's a lot of methods that are out there and I always tell my students there's great compliments birthing from within uh, hypnobabies, hypnobirthing are all great compliments because they do talk about relaxation and relaxing the mind and I always tell my students and even my clients as a doula 80% of this is mind. It's mind over matter. You know, 80% of this is really being able to wrap your head around what's happening and and being able to relax. And that's really, really a key. Um, But you're right. We are definitely the most comprehensive. And again, um, I think that, I mean, by the time my students leave, I'm asking them repeatedly, do you have all the information? And I tell the guys, this is like a game book. You know, mm-hmm. you're ready, you go in, okay, coach, I'm ready, let's go in, let's do this thing, and let's, let's you know, hit the field running. Um, but that's, that's what I think people are really gaining from these classes. What I like to see is the couples come together and the dads really gain this sense of understanding and empowerment, even equally so, sometimes more than the women, that this is my responsibility this is my birth. This is my experience just as much as it is hers. So I really am encouraged and excited by my dads because they just come in and they're like, yeah, we can do this. And I'm, and they are truly an effective and essential part of the whole entire birth experience. Mm-hmm. No, I have to agree. I think, I mean, it really puts the dads in the place of, of the coach rather than being the observer. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's really my goal when I teach these classes is I tell them, look, it's up to you. You are, you are the person in that room who loves her more than anybody else, whether I'm a doula, you know, I I love my clients, but you love her and you can talk her off the ledge and you know how to keep her calm and you know what her triggers are better than anybody else in that room. And that's what she's going to need during that time. So if you have a husband like mine, (laughs) who doesn't really get all of that, quite frankly, I mean, he's very supportive of Mm me, um, but he's not the comforting, nurturing type of man. He is a caveman. I refer to him (laughs) as a caveman. He would, you know, just take a whole turkey and just bite it in half. Um, So I'm thinking, you know, for for women that have husbands out there like that, that still love them dearly, um, is this maybe not such a good choice, would you say? No, I don't think so. I think that I've had a lot of cavemen go through my classes. And I've had a lot of cavemen. <laughs> who have, who have, have been doulas with, and I've seen a lot of dads who, whether um, you know, and I, I don't want to keep referring to being as a doula, but it does you know carry over. Right. They kind of take a back seat. They're like, oh, okay, someone's here. It's like, no, 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 no. This is not your experience. You may not be the comforting the person who does the massage. You may have a touch that she just is not. You know, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, I've had dads where I'm like, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't massage her like that. You're hitting her. You're not massaging That's her. That's my husband. You're, like, yeah. You've met him. Yeah, so you actually, you actually, actually have, have. Met him. You have met him. That's right. It's a very bizarre way that that all came around. I know. But um, but there's there's so many different ways. I mean, every guy, there's something that he can do that's going to help her through that process. You know, he may not be the massaging technique person. He may not be the emotional connection that she needs. He might be able to bring her the ice water. He might. Um, be able to be the buffer between the medical staff. But I think what Bradley really does is it shows 
him that in his own way, he really can be an effective part of the birth process and he should be a part of the birth process. Just because you're the one carrying the baby does not make this any less of his birth experience. And that's what I really try to impart to my students and to all my dads that, you know what, this is your birth experience. And and they all... They, they find their way, and that's the whole key, is really just helping them find their way in this process. Just to add to that, I, I totally agree, and I think um, Bradley, in our experience, gave enough options that, you know, there was plenty of technicalities and things that he could relate to. I'm, my husband is extremely, like, way more caring and into massaging than I am. We're, like, totally the opposite here, where <laughs> right. I'm like, so I'm in labor, <laughs> touch me and die. And <laughs> So, you know, he wanted to do everything, but for me, it was better because I'm like, here's a list of things that you can do. And, you know, he had, it just gives you plenty of options. There's plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. I mean, there's a whole list of ways to be prepared. And I mean, that, that's why it worked for us. Yeah. And we, you know, through the course of the classes, um, we talk about all different kinds of relaxation, emotional, uh, Mental and physical are the top three times or the top three types of relaxation. And so it also gives couples enough time to sit together and to talk about what they anticipate that they're going to need in their birth experience. And and it may not be, you know, I need you to touch me. I've had moms who think they want to be touched in labor. And then when they go into labor, like, don't come near me, don't touch me. So there's different things that you can do. You don't really know who you're going to be when you're in labor. If you've right. never gone through it before, you don't know what color your animal is going to be. All right. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think also, I mean, gosh, I have to say, my, my husband was involved throughout the pregnancy. And I think one of the things is that Bradley gave us the tools to um, prepare for it. So it wasn't just once we're in the labor room, but I think he was really learning how to be a support partner. Um, you know, when it came to the you know, diet, like the brewer's diet, for example, um, I mean, that was one of the things I, I really strongly believe helped me carry my twins to 40 weeks. And so um, yeah. he was he was that encouragement saying, hey, did you get enough protein today? What's your protein <laughs> um, my today? husband had a chart. Kegels. <laughs> kegels. Yeah. yeah, you get the little Kegel stickers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's always something that a guy will attach himself to and identify with. And if for nothing else, if for no other purpose, then they understand the birth process. And then they themselves are not afraid. Because a lot of times they go into this and they're terrified. They what's happening? Why is she in pain? Why are we doing this? Let's just get the epidural because, you know, she she's in pain. To understand the actual process and what's happening, if that can kind of take away that fear and at least calm him so that he has an understanding, then then that's great too. And it works that way as well. So what are some of the main principles behind the Bradley method? Well, Dr. Bradley based his uh, his practice and his theory on uh, a book called Childbirth Without Fear by Grant Dickley Reed. And the idea was that there was a couple different principles. This was during the 1950s uh, where he felt that a dad should be in the room with mom because she he was that strong that strong person, the person that loved her the most that that responded that she responded to. Uh, he also felt that women should be able to eat and drink and labor, uh, which I know is still kind of a sticking point with a lot of doctors and hospitals and so forth. Um, the woman, on average, a first-time mom is in labor about 11 to 17 hours. And so the idea, the concept that someone should not be able to eat or drink for 17 hours or more as a doula, as a husband who's not going through anything near a strenuous, I would never go 11 to 17 hours. I've only had a cup of coffee and a granola bar this morning, and I'm already feeling a little thin. <laughs> so, you know, it just doesn't fly. Uh, he felt that they should be able to eat and drink in labor. He also felt that she should be able to move around 
in labor. And Dr. Bradley uh, was raised on a farm in Denver, Colorado, and so he watched warm-blooded, air-breathing mammals giving birth, so cats and dogs and sheep, and they all did primarily the same thing. They would go into a corner of the barn, they would go under a house, they would go somewhere in a cool, dark place, they would assume a sleep-like position, they would, and it was basically just deep abdominal breathing, and it was a very relaxing uh, method. And, And while they were working hard, he observed that they didn't look like they were actually in any kind of pain. And so he basically translated that over to this is what natural birth looks like. And if allowed, uh, if a woman allows her body to do what it's supposed to do, it will instinctively do what it needs to do. And that was pretty much the principle that he that he built the Bradley method around. So what are some of the key things that separate it from something like hypnobirthing or something where you're deep into relaxation and concentration? Right. Well, the biggest the biggest difference between hypnobirthing and Bradley is that we really do talk about what's happening to your body. I spend a lot of time on anatomy, um, the physiological side effects, what's going through, the stages of labor, the stations of labor. We talk about contractions. We know how long they're supposed to be. We know which contractions are effective and which ones are not. I'm not an expert in hypnobirthing. I've had clients as a doula who have done hypnobirthing. So my understanding is very basic. Um, I'm just going to preface that. My understanding is that it's more of don't tell me what's going on. I just really want to relax. And the more discomfort I'm in, then the deeper in relaxation I want to go to. The principle with Bradley is the discomfort equals uh, progress in labor for the most part. Uh, now, obviously, there's there's extreme pain, which usually, you know, which could, could constitute that there's something else going on. But for the most part, the more pain, the closer the contractions, the more intense the experience, the closer we are to the end. So it's really, really more of an education purpose. When it comes to something like the Lamaze method, um, Lamaze has a, they follow a breathing pattern that's supposed to replicate kind of a rhythm. Um, there's the three R's, there's a rhythm, ritual, and relaxation. With Bradley, we don't do any kind of pattern breathing. It's just deep abdominal relaxation and what that does is it supplies more oxygen to the uh, to the muscles uh, it allows the blood to circulate through the body more effectively and it basically just allows the body to respond more effectively to the to the birth process and gives it what it needs more energy more more blood more oxygen to complete the birth process I think that also just to keep adding um, helps a lot with the fear factor like we um, we have Veronica and I have spent a lot of time talking about fear factors with labor and when you know the technicalities and you know what to expect then you don't freak out that you you don't know what's happening to your body and I'm just a technical person anyway I have to understand everything down to the last little everything every detail so (laughs) understanding what was happening and how a baby was moving down and out and you know with each contraction was very Mm -hmm. beneficial for me I have had moms come to my classes who are on their second baby and the first one they said you know first contraction we ran to the hospital because we didn't understand she was in pain and we thought there was something wrong so it's the understanding of how long can I stay at home I'm more I'm the most comfortable at home, and that's where I can be the most relaxed. And then that transition over to your birthplace, whether it's a birth center or a hospital or a home birth or whatever, uh, there's a um, there's a sense of everything's happening all at once, and oh my gosh, I'm having this baby. And sometimes there's that fight or flight instinct that kicks in, and labor can actually stop. Um, and so it's understanding 
getting past that point and getting to the hospital when contractions are effective and the dilation, you know, the way that, that we, that my students understand it is, you know, we go to the hospital when contractions are anywhere between, you know, three to five minutes apart, closer to three minutes apart, have been doing this for a couple of hours, as long as everything seems to be going along progressingly, you know, progressing fine. Most moms end up at the hospital between somewhere around five or six centimeters. Ideally, at that point, labor isn't going to stop and it's going to continue and it's going to and then that way, you know, we know that that it's it's effective and uh, and that we can, you know, we can go natural. About 88, 85 to 88 percent of uh, the couples who take Bradley go completely natural with no drugs, um, lesser episiotomies. We have a very, very low C-section rate. And I really believe that it's because of the educational purpose that people understand and they know the questions to ask. I make I really want to make sure that that my students are what I call informed consumers. Mm-hmm. You've got all the questions, you know all the options, you know all the scenarios that could potentially come into play and you've made those decisions ahead of time. So in my classes I do talk about epidurals, I do talk about forms of induction, natural and medicated. We do talk about complications and variations. So again it goes back to that whole really really comprehensive um um education and really comprehensive content in that everything is covered. Mm-hmm. Kimberly, do you ever feel um, that some of your clients have information overload and it just, because I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot to learn and we're not like, I'm not trained as a physician. I might be just find out I'm pregnant and start learning about birthing mm-hmm. process and all the options available. And sometimes I have to close the computer and I'm exhausted and I don't want to read anymore. You know, I mean, yes, but I want to be informed, but it just sometimes feels like so much. Well, I think the Internet can be our friend and it can also be our foe. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A lot of scary stories. I think that people, you know, and it's not that I don't want you to be educated. And I'm not saying that we've got the all, you know, that we've got all the information. I bring in a lot of supplemental information to my classes, particularly. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that people get information overload, and I I can um, identify those students in my class, and uh, and I tell them in the beginning, look, I don't want you to be watching all those pregnancy shows on TV. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had a girl come in one time just white with fear. I had this friend, and she had this horrible birth, and they strapped her down at the table, and I said, I looked at her, and I said. You really had a friend that went through this? Her husband goes, no, 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 no. She was watching, like, one of those (laughs) terrible shows. And this woman was, like, I think she was a a street person. And she couldn't take drugs. And I said, okay, what is your reality? Is that your reality? Are you a street person? Are you taking street drugs? Because you have to, so you have to really put it into concept and say, what's my reality? And, and yes, there is a lot of information out there. Um, I really try to guide them in the right direction and say, you know, these are great books over here. Um, I have a library that I recommend. Um, but there are, there is times when I say you need to, you need to shut down because, uh, we can get information overload. We can get squirrely. And then that leads to, um, a lot of, false fears you know the what ifs and it's like mm-hmm. that's probably not going to happen so yeah. let's not go there unless we need to and yeah again i i have to say i like the idea that bradley because you're going over such a you know 
period of time, mm-hmm. you, kind of, you have that time to sort of absorb everything. And I remember, you know, we had homework that we had mm-hmm. to go through. We had our little workbook. And it, it gives you that sense of, okay, I need to sort of, you know, be, I, I need to put some skin in the game and really put uh, effort into the preparation. Mm-hmm. It's not about, okay, I'm going to learn stuff and then, okay, childbirth. But there's things I need to actively do throughout the pregnancy and I can be proactive. And I think that's part of the empowerment. I tell a lot of my students, you know, you wouldn't wake up one day and say, I'm going to run a marathon and then just put your shoes on and start running. You have to train for it. Your body, it takes nine months to go through pregnancy. And that's not coincidental. Your body has to go through these changes and you have to go through those changes as well. So while I have people that say, you know what, I'm doing two weeks. Can you teach me the Bradley method? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we could talk. <laughs> Um, but I don't know how effective. So it's not that it doesn't work, but I really think that the more that you understand the process and the more that you especially go through the relaxation, that's really key is learning how to relax and get to a deep state of relaxation between the contractions. So you allow your body to get that rest and that, you know, and, and get ready for the next contraction. And then also to relax during the contractions is really key. And that just takes practice and time. You know, I mean, I relax and I meditate and it's been, it's taken years. It's something that's really learned. Um, so yeah, that it's not coincidental that Bradley classes are, you know, the 10 to 12 weeks. Some people teach less, some people teach eight weeks. Um, but Bradley has 12 units material. It's very, very comprehensive and it is built that way, you know, for a reason. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, about the classes and what people can expect when we return. We'll be right back. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, we're back, and today we were talking about the Bradley Method. Kimberly Bianco is a doula, and she's a childbirth educator teaching the Bradley Method. So, um, Kimberly, let's talk about the classes and what people can experience if they sign up. So uh, it is a 12-week course or a 12-unit course or 12 units within the Bradley Method. We talk about the history of Bradley, who Dr. Bradley is. We do, in the first class, we'll do some exercises, some pelvic rocks. We'll talk about kegels and squats and different things that you can do to stay comfortable um, throughout the pregnancy and then also positions that you can utilize in labor. We also talk about nutrition and the anatomy of the pregnant body, where the different organs are and why you have to pee all the time and (laughs) why you have indigestion and why you pee when you stand and cough and sneeze and laugh um, and why you're feeling the farther along in the pregnancy basically what's going on and then also what you can do to help alleviate some of those pregnancy discomforts and stay comfortable. We spend, uh, I spend quite a lot of time on what we call the emotional signposts of labor. Um, There is a theory that the only way you can tell what's happening in labor is to do a vaginal check. Um, I do not recommend, I actually forbid my dads to do any kind of um, vaginal check on their mom. Some dads go, am I supposed to be doing that? No, 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 you're really not. <laughs> There's a theory called, uh, well, it's not a theory. It's actually the, the principle of the emotional signposts of labor. And we go through 
um, psychological changes and, and emotional changes that manifest themselves um, in different ways throughout the stages of labor. So in the beginning, she might be kind of in what we call the putsy-putsy stage and nesting and doing that sort of a thing. Um, and then as she's getting into more of the active labor, some of the signposts and the way that some of the things she's going to say and the way she's going to act. And so dads can look for that. And then we also talk about transition when some dads refer to her as becoming the incredible Hulk and turning green <laughs> and doing all kinds of things like that, which, you know, can sometimes... But we end, we talk about why that's happening and then also during the pushing stage and then emotionally what she looks like and some of the things she's going to say and what that happens. We also talk about a really what I consider a key element, which is called NAP, which is the natural alignment plateau. Usually happens somewhere around six to eight centimeters when the contractions are continuing at the same intervals, but things are happening internally. Maybe she's not dilating. Maybe she's kind of plateauing in her dilation process and what's actually happening inside and what they can do, changing positions, maybe doing some, some natural natural methods of augmentation as opposed to, you know, breaking the waters and things like that. Um, we also will do birth plans in the class or what we call now birth wish lists and what that means. Again, I bring in um, different medical interventions into my class. Probably better than 90% of my students go through, uh, have their births in hospitals and that sort of, primarily I would think because of insurance purposes. So again, under the un- the understanding of being an informed consumer, I think it's really, really important that we talk about those things. So we talk about due dates and we talk about inductions and epidurals and all the different drugs that they might, whether or not they actually are administered, what they might come in contact with and what that means and the pros and the cons. So they understand the risk factor in each one of those things. We also do talk about complications and variations. So understanding, I know that Christine had a C-section understanding what that is ahead of time. And if we do have a C-section, what our options are going to be. Um, You know, you may not be able to follow your birth plan as you were hoping to, but there are still some things that you can do to help make this a really good positive birth experience. Um, We also do talk about breastfeeding. Um, I also bring in newborn care, family dynamics, postpartum care. People think postpartum depression, but it's really just more like postpartum care, what that looks like. And Yeah, and so you really understand it's not just, it's all about the birth, but, you know, after the birth, too, people go, okay, now what? I have this baby, and I read all these books about birth, but I have no idea what to do with this little bean that that they sent me home with that I really wish somebody had come screaming down the halls going, this woman has no idea what she's doing with this child. Stop, stop, stop. And so we talk about that as well, too. Yeah. So do you have to do your classes with um, a partner? I mean, no, absolutely not. One of the things Bradley does, it's also referred to as husband coached childbirth. And personally, I've been trying to get them to change that to partner coached childbirth um, because I get all different family dynamics in my classes. I've had single moms. Um, I have had, you don't have to do Bradley with a partner. I mean, it does actually help. I would recommend that if somebody doesn't have a partner, if it's a single mom, that they maybe have a friend or a family member, someone that they can trust to be with them during that process. What we find with Bradley couples um, or Bradley students is that in the hospital or in a birth center, when they realize that you've done something like Bradley, um, the nurses or the staff tend to maybe kind of back away because they go, yes. she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's it's fantastic. A it's a huge yeah. compliment. You know, it's like, hey, I don't, it's one less 
patient, I guess, that they have to be concerned with as far as charting. And they, their jobs are huge. I have the highest respect for the, the nursing staff and the hospital staff. Their jobs are enormous. So if you've got a patient who knows what she's doing, you know, then it's one less thing that they really have to kind of worry about getting her chips and massaging her ice chips and that sort of a thing. Um, but if there is somebody that you can can trust to have with you in the birth, um, I think that that's, that that's ideal. There are some people that I would recommend you not having in the room with you. And that's usually somebody who doesn't understand what you're trying to go through. Um, well-meaning parents or in-laws or things like that. Um, why is she going through this? You know, I, it, to them, it looks like pain when you're really just working hard and trying to get through the contractions. So we talk about that as well. Who would be an appropriate uh, birthing partner for you? Christine, you went through the actual classes? Yes, I did. And, um, you know, I, I think it really did. Uh, it helped us incredibly. And, you know, Kimberly, to your point, it, it is interesting. I think when we went in, we had our birth plan and my, my husband and I, um, we went to facility. And I'll just say, uh, we wanted to go and do natural childbirth, and the uh, facility where we're at was respectful of that and tolerated that, um, but they certainly were not actively participating with us. So yeah. I think that's part of you know our, our challenge. Um, we had a very professional labor delivery nurse, but she certainly was sort of you know standoffish, and she did the charting, and yeah. so I, I think. Um, you know, and I see the role of, of having a doula as well. Yeah. I think it's just really incredibly important that um, that the husband, you know, he's there or the partner's there. And it, it's great to have an, an advocate as well who can kind of remind you of the things that you've learned in the class. Yeah, yeah. I, I make it, I make this point several times in my classes. I am not your doctor. I am not a replacement for any kind of medical advice. I will not tell you what to do. I will not tell you to go against doctor's advice. I will tell you if you ask me, if I was in your situation with the same factors, this is what I would do, but this is my comfort level, and you have to determine what your comfort level is. Okay, Kimberly. Well, thank you so much for being here today thank you so much. and for sharing all this great information with us. Of course, we want to hear about your experience giving birth using the Bradley Method. You can post a comment on our website or chat about your labor and delivery on our Facebook page or through Twitter. If you are posting to Twitter, be sure to use the hashtag PreggyPals. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before we wrap today's show, here are some prenatal fitness tips from Lisa Drexman of Stroller Strides. Hi, Preggy Pals. This is Lisa Drexman from Stroller Strides, where it's fun to get fit with your baby and meet other new moms. And I am here to share my prenatal fitness tips with you today. And what I want to go over in the next couple moments is on how your workouts might change from trimester to trimester, because it does change. First, I want to say that you can start working out at any stage of your pregnancy, so long as your doctor doesn't say you have any contraindications. A lot of people think, well, if I wasn't working out before, then I shouldn't be working out. Not true. This is the best time to start taking care of your body and to get fit. I mean, obviously, if we can get you working out before, that's even better, but we'll still welcome you to start working out at any time. So let's take a look at the first trimester. If you were previously active, 
Don't worry, he got really little to no changes. Do what feels right and feels good. If you are inactive, however, you do want to start slowly. And again, I want to put it out there for anybody. You check with your physician first. Um, You should be doing moderate exercise for about 60 minutes, most if not all days of the week. And that should sound familiar because that's what all of us should be doing, even when we're not pregnant. Now, a lot of women don't feel well when they're uh, in their first trimester, so that's what you have to listen to your body. But as far as exercise goes, you can do whatever you were doing before if it still feels good. Now, going into that second trimester, oh, that's like our glowing stage, right? We're really starting to feel better and we're wanting to start moving. This is where I want to say consistency is key. It's really important that you're consistent with your workouts throughout each trimester, really. So you shouldn't think that, oh, when I get to the next one, I don't need to work out that much. So start really setting the stage for when you're going to be working out and how often you're going to be working out. Now, it's true at this second trimester, at this point, that we are no longer going to be laying um, on our backs after that first trimester. And then finally, for your third trimester, maintain. If you don't have any contraindications, you're able to stick to your program. Your body might tell you, all right, I don't feel good running anymore. So start to walk more instead. So it's just important that you listen, but you're still consistent. If you drop out in your third trimester, you could lose any of the benefits that you had before. So make sure to stick with it, listen to your body, and just have a great pregnancy. Thanks for listening to today's tip, and be sure to listen to Preggy Pals for more great pregnancy tips. That wraps up our show for today. If you have a question or comment about our show, we would love to hear it. Send us an email through our website or call the Preggy Pals hotline at 619-866-4775. And for our regular listeners, don't forget to check out the Preggy Pals Club, and you can learn all about it on our website, preggypals.com. Coming up next week, we're breaking down the top 10 foods to eat while pregnant. Thanks for listening to Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new mommy media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care, and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, NewMommyMedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's NewMommyMedia.com. See you there.